Welcome aboard. I'm Brad. I'm Eric. And I'm Scott. Welcome to My Ship Story Podcast. This is a podcast where we invite crew members, both past and present, to tell their stories about life at sea. So come up to the pool bar and grab a drink. Sit back, relax, because it's time for My My Ship Ship Story. Story. (laughs) That was terrible. Hey, welcome back, everybody. Today, we're going to do our season two recap. If we can stop Eric's dog from barking. I mean, for Christ's sake. But anyway, hey, let's give check. Give him a break. He's 21. <laughs> no, he's not. He's 19. God, man, I wish I was 19 again. No, I don't. Uh, well, what's 19 uh, yeah. times seven? Isn't that isn't he like 100 years old? I think so. Something like that. He's probably close. He's pushing 100. Hey, Scott, let's check in with you because... Uh, we have taken a few weeks off because we've had stuff going on and um, you have been on a cruise. How was your cruise? I just got back from a princess cruise. Uh, we went to uh, St. Kitts, St. Thomas, uh, Princess K and everything. Overall, what, it was a- What it ship was, were you on? It was uh, the Caribbean princess. How apropos. I just want to hear all about your cruise and how it went and how does it compare to Royal? Obviously, Royal's a younger crowd. Uh, a little bit different what you're going to get, but I'm just curious to see your perspective. You know what? So, okay. So a couple of things. This was actually, as our waiters were telling us, this was the first cruise that they were a hundred percent with all of the ships in service. You would think that they would be super exciting and everything and super pumped up, but Nobody seemed really excited and pumped up about that. <laughs> so we were like, no, because well, I think if okay. you think about it, they had less people on board. They probably enjoyed it that it wasn't like super crazy or super busy as well as the guests. I mean, what I've heard from people that have cruised on a ship that's not full is the service has been fantastic and that things have been really good because they weren't at full capacity. I mean, yeah. So there was, I don't know if this, I don't know how big the ship is. I don't know if this is with crew and passengers or just passengers excluding crew, but there was a 3,100 and a little over 3,100 people on the ship, which was bigger than the majesty. But oh yeah, the, yeah. This is. A I don't lot know bigger. how. It's about know, those are guests. It's not including crew. Oh, okay. So it's a. It was a large ship, and I mean, the self seemed a little bit dated. I mean, you know, it looked a little older and stuff. Uh, but it just got redone in 2019. So uh, it was the 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 nightclub was awesome. Oh wow, that's shocking. <laughs> they actually had a light nightclub, and it was the whole back end of the ship. Um, oh yeah, this, yeah, this, yeah. Up fin the, or whatever yeah you go up the skywalk thing yeah up at yeah. the back that yeah, was yeah, yeah. cool that was yeah. really cool it was it was just i mean it was really really cool tons of lights tons of lasers the dance floor sound system the dj sound the bars everything was fantastic probably the deadest place on the entire ship every single night <laughs> but so. that's why on grand princess they actually took it off they took that off the back of the ship because, yeah. you know, again, Princess just skews older. It's, you know, you don't get a lot of people up there and you kind of have to find your way all the way up there. And it's just dead space. They use it more like as event space during the day, like yeah. to hold, you know, meetings and. It's all wedding. You know, there's a yeah. wedding in there. But here, here's yeah. also the funerals. Thing. The, yeah, uh, just push him off the back. The the cruise director, his name was Christoph. He seemed really good. He seemed like a new cruise director. He was kind of young and he didn't really promote. Like oh, he really? just came on and did welcome to the show. This is who we got. All right, here we go. Blah, blah, blah. And that was it. It was really, it was really weird. And there was one thing and I, I'm pretty sure this was just 
used as a photo op. There was a their version of Dancing Under the Stars. There was line dancing and stuff on the pool deck and not a ton of people, but there was probably a hundred people on the pool deck dancing and stuff. And so him and this, to me, she looked more of a corporate visitor, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, a friend of his or something that came with a phone. And all they did was come up and he kind of whispered to her and he jumped up to the front of the line did a couple of line dances. She she went around with her photo and, and video and stuff. And then they left. They're like, yeah, we were there. We're out. You know, yeah. but I was like, oh, that was, that seemed kind of weird. Knowing, you know, we've been on ships before knowing right. how much a cruise director or cruise director staff gets into their, um, you know, their stuff was a little weird. Oh, here's the big thing. And I'm not saying this only on Princess. I'm saying it in general. The food was good. The food was beautiful. And yes, I had my four trays of Vexcargo. And I think we ordered most of the menu every single night. And all of our waiters were like, yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, just bring it one at a time. Is it a normal thing for cruise food in general to be flavorless? No, what I find is that... <laughs> I know it's a dietary in, thing. Did like, you eat in any of the specialty restaurants? I mean, they, okay, because they were already booked before we... What I find is that this, the specialty restaurants, and this is I've seen this across the board in most brands, that the food in the specialty restaurants is actually very good. And it's like what the restaurant food used to be. These ships have gotten so big. To serve really good meals for that many people, it's really hard to do. You would think, just add some salt and pepper. And and I was trying to think of this, in, and this is not, like I said, this is not only Princess, but I, I'm trying to remember Royal Caribbean and and, uh, and maybe other cruise lines as well. But if it were something like a dietary thing, like, well, there's too many diabetics and there's too much salt content, there's too much sugar, stuff like that. I don't this. think that that's it. I, I agree, Eric. And you have to keep in mind that these cooks are coming from probably a restaurant where, I mean, at the most, they're serving a couple hundred guests a night and now they're doing thousands. That yeah. has got to be an adjustment yeah, and, and for everyone. Not, and if you think about the meals that these people are cooking, most of these cooks come from the Philippines, Indonesia, India, from all these different countries, right? That they all cook a little, they all cook different. And and I was like, well, you know, I'm not saying cater to Americans because we like the we like sugar, salt, and pepper and on everything. And I and I get that, but nearly all of the Michelin rated restaurants are in India and Turkey and Italy and France. And that's where all the Michelin's high level stuff are. So well, you, not mean, just there. I mean, a lot of that is in Europe where you're well, going to exactly. get that. Yeah. Yeah. But, I'm, but most of the cooks that we're getting are not European. I went on Holland America and the ship was like empty because it was a re- like a one day, two day repositioning cruise from Seattle to Vancouver. And um, I ate in the restaurant and I was honestly, I wasn't impressed, even though the ship was pretty empty. I ate in the specialty food restaurant one night and the food was amazing. I mean, like so, so good. Um, and I was like, I, you know, I don't know what it is, but they just can't I seem... love that. Yeah. The food was the specialty restaurant was delicious. I mean, I like, wish we could really have gone. Good. I wish we could have gone to that. I talked to the chef a couple of times just to, you know, this stuff, but I will say you mentioned Italian, the pizza was fantastic. Yeah. And um, let me jump to the, off of the food. The cast was amazing. The dancers. I was going to ask you about this. What about the shows? How were the, the shows? The shows were really, really well. The stage was big. The lights, the all that kind of stuff. I, I will say the dancers, I think probably 
were a little bit overshadowing the 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 rest of the cast because they were so powerful and so energetic. Um, and the singers were fantastic. The sound in the house sound very monotone. That was all. It's all the sound engineers' problem right there. They they, they need, need a rich bird in there, huh? They need Jeff White, Rich Bird, Scott Rushton. They need any one or all three of you guys to go in there and tweak everything. It was noticeable from the very 30 seconds in the first show and it, and it didn't change. That, that is a good, that is a good uh, opportunity for us to jump into our season two recap. <laughs> it just slides right because in. Because that's that what we're supposed to be doing here. <laughs> I need so, to go look at the list of. Uh, um... Yeah. Get in there and look at the list because Rich Burt was in, in season two. He came on, did a fantastic job. Really loved that. I mean, again, just like season one, season two, I mean, great. Powerful. Even more. I think dynamic just got some so many great stories. I can't believe that we're at the end of season two. I can't believe this has been two years, two Two years. years. Yeah. That seems crazy to me that we've done two years, over a hundred episodes. Like when we first started this, it was like, yeah, we'll see where this goes. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be lucky if we get like 25, 30 episodes. Yeah, no, I'm like really amazed that we were able to do or that we've done this many shows And it's been, you know, it's been a lot of fun. You know, I was listening to our season one recap and I think still a lot of it stands today. I think we've had more diversity in the type of people that we've uh, had on the, on the show within the last, you know, this year versus the, the first year. And I mean, I'll go straight to my favorite one that like, as you guys all know by now, my husband is so sick and tired of ship stories that he will not listen to this podcast. <laughs> He's like so done. I played, support, the, honey. I played the Moss Hill story because I had a feeling he would like that. And again, that's a cruise line or cruise lines that he's worked on that were nothing that we worked on, but the most amazing human interest story that we've had, I think so far. And he was, he, he was glued. I mean, not that he could move because we were driving for two hours, but, but no, but he was like, if he didn't like it, he would have shut it off within five minutes. And we listened to the whole thing. And he just was like, wow, that was, that was, that was an amazing story. That was our big get from season two was Moss Hills, because I think he has powered his way uh, to the number one story by a long way. Yeah. He is by far our most downloaded show. And here's the reason I think uh, we got, we got really lucky in that we, we had Moss Hills on in November and then I think about February, uh, my favorite murder did the Moss Hill story. And Scott was so smart. He posted that he posted our show onto the My Favorite Murder page. And man, it just went wild. I got it. This is what I need to do. I yeah. need to post my story on My Favorite Murder. Yeah, excellent. <laughs> I did not think of that. I'm going to post my story on My Favorite Murder and I will take over number one spot. Yes. There you go. Because you ours go. was so much better. <laughs> It really was. I mean, come on. It the was. Guy, okay, the, 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 man, the man himself was there telling the story. What made, I think, ours work so well was that it was a firsthand experience where 
on My Favorite Murder, it was a retelling from different stories and websites, whatever. But this was a this was a firsthand account. Well, that's that's the whole thing, right? Like it's not that it's not incredible that he told the story and he was there. He videoed the entire thing too. I'm like, how do you think? To have a video camera on your back going, oh, let me go check the water level. And you could see the water level. I mean, like everything about that was just mind blowing. The nerves. Again, I'm used to carrying around a video camera. I did it a lot when I was when I was cruising. I had a very, very nice video camera and I would take it. Would I, I think to myself, would I have thought to get my video camera? I don't think so. I think I would have been so unnerved by everything that was going on. I don't think I would have got it. Yeah. Much I, I'm, less not like, sure. hey, I'm not honey, sure. Hold, hold the camera and watch him film me taking me off the ship and get a picture of me. <laughs> like yeah. they're passing around the camera now. So, so tell me, cause I really don't know. And I, part of this makes me feel bad for, for about me because like if I'm passing, if I'm going down the road and I see a wreck or or like a car overturned or something like that, and it's fairly new, like if if nobody's there yet, I'll stop, pull over, and see what's you know if I can help or assist or anything like that, or call nine one one or whatever. You're on a sinking cruise ship in the middle of the night. Do you think that you would do as much as Moss did? I mean. I would like to think that I would with the training that we've been on there and over and over and over and over. Do you think that you would do half whatever of what he did? I don't know. And I have thought about this so many times. I'm just like, do I have the capacity to do what he did? I, I really don't think so. I really don't think so. I think that's why he was kind of there with a small group of people doing stuff when you've got this large number of crew members on board who are not doing anything. And just, and just thinking just, about that whole thing is just nuts. The ship, 15 degrees listed. It's on emergency light power. Water's coming up through the hallways. You can't find an officer or the captain and he's not announcing anything like get to the lifeboats. None of the stuff that's supposed to happen is happening. I guess it started, it went, it started about 8 p.m., 9 p.m. and went all through the night. Can you imagine being midnight in the middle of nowhere? And so, Eric, you, you missed this side. a second ago. Yeah, Eric, you missed this, but uh, go ahead and ask him that can question, you, Scott. Honestly, can you uh -huh. say or think that you would do the same that Moss Hill did, considering all what's going on in the middle of the night? The ship is leaning, it's taken out of water, you can't find it officers, captain, do you think you would be there to save 500 whatever people? I think if it would have happened when I was in my 20s, like when I was working on board, no, I would have been probably been drinking. Um, and two, I am not that, I, I, I'm just being honest, I am not that hero type. Like I will help along as, as, as much as I can, you know, I'm like, I like, I do like to help people, but at the same time, I think I'd be pretty freaked out. I don't know that I would be, I, I I'm not that guy. I mean, I think if I had somebody like Moss saying, Hey, let's go, let's do this. I think I would click into that mode because I had somebody kind of leading me that way. I just don't think I am necessarily that type of person that would say, okay, we got to do X, Y, Z, let's go. And this, you know, I, I just don't think that I'm that person. That's what I was trying to say. I yeah. don't think I'm the hero mode. If somebody was there telling me what to do and saying, this is what we have to do. I think I 
I think I would have fallen in line. I can't say for sure. Would I be the guy up there saying this is what we need to do? I don't I don't think so. But I think working on ships prepares you to be able to handle a lot more than you can in just in a lot of other environments. Let me let me let me let me skip skip back here real quick on the princess thing. So I tried to get a couple of interviews from different people and stuff, and you know it didn't really work. And, and but they were all interested and told them about their podcast. And and you know I think a couple of people started following us, the cast and stuff. I did talk to them. <laughs> I went totally cold into the purser or, or into the guest services. I said uh, I had to I had to work on it really well because I I kept giggling when I was doing this. So I, I went straight up, straight cold, and I and I thought, hey hey guys, um, I'm sorry to bother you. I was just wondering. Does the does the crew sleep on board? Where, where do they where do they stay? And they were and they the one the one lady was like this to the guy next to her. She was like kind of like what's this? Listen to this. I'm sorry, so what you say? And I was like, does, does the crew do they sleep on board? Or somebody said that they they might come in on tinder boats or something in early in the morning. And the guy next to her couldn't even <laughs> hold it back, just started laughing. And I was like, well. So, um, we, you know, the, uh, a formal night last night, you know, we, we went, took some pictures and stuff, but there's so many pictures down there. Um, how, how do we know which, where our pictures are? <laughs> I tried to do a couple of these as serious as I could. And they were like, um, well, go down there and, and just look for your own face. Oh and then the God. guy next to him busted out laughing. And I was like, <laughs> I can't, I can't laugh any longer. And I, then I, then I told him and stuff. I said, Hey, you know, this, we're part of a podcast and there's these crazy stories and, and stuff. And they were like, Oh my God. Oh my God. You had me. I mean, that's, yeah, that's, that was great. great. That was yeah. good. So yeah, you told funny. them that you, you worked on, you worked on ships and that kind of stuff. And you knew, knew the, yeah, knew what was going down? Yeah, okay. yeah, knew, knew all that kind of stuff. And I'm trying. I was trying to remember this one. Did said, they well, embrace you? Did yeah, they? Oh, oh, every from the second that that I did that, every single I would be I would be halfway across the lounge. Hey, boy! And then and then the guy Mark, I think I sent. Uh, I talked to Eric. Um, this three stripe. He was a hotel director associate. I think he was the face of the hotel director because we never saw him, but he was all over the place and and super super friendly guy. But he's. I need uh, to look up and see who that is. Is he nineteen, me, 19 years remember. with the uh, princess? Did you oh, yeah, did you so. ask him if he wanted to come on? I asked everybody, and they were and they all <laughs> thought it was really cool. But they all you know were uh, well. I got to get approval. I got to ask, and you know, we got to call you know corporate and uh. all this kind of stuff. And did you and, come back with any plates or silverware or anything like that? On the advice of my attorney. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, they didn't have any, uh, you know, they didn't really have any noteworthy plates or exciting things. Uh, I talked to our head waiter and I'm like, Hey, blah, 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 blah. The ship story, you know, podcast and stuff. And we had this waiter on and he said that when he started as a bus boy and, and a lower than what you are now that, you guys are only assigned so many forks and spoons and knives and plates and stuff. Do, do you guys ever steal anybody else's cutlery, you know, uh, silverware? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, that, <laughs> that happens, man. Yeah. We, sorry oh, for the impersonations. I don't know why I dropped into that. <laughs> yeah, because the funny thing is the princess doesn't. I don't know if you were doing Jamaican or what you were doing because they don't really have Jamaicans on board. Not Jamaican, right? And I, I will say real quick, probably ninety percent is uh, Filipinos. Filipino, India, Indian. Filipino. Those are the two biggest nationalities we have on board: is India and the Philippines. Yeah. Let's let's get into some other podcasts here. Are you guys looking at the list here? 
So we started out season two with Dave Goodman, who was a comedian, was really good. And one of our top 10 most downloaded stories, uh, the second episode of season two was the Kim Fulton slash Blaze Bassant. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think uh, Blaze is one of those people that is kind of hard to get a hold of. And everybody wonders where in the world is Blaze. So that was a nice surprise that. Yes. Um, that Kim had him come on the show because we had booked Kim. Now, that was great of Kim. Yeah. I kind of had an inkling because I know that they're close. And when she said, I have a surprise, I was like, that sounds like uh, it, it could be that it could be Blaze, but it was great to great to see him. Yeah. And he told a great story on there too, <laughs> as, as Blaze does. He is always yeah. entertaining. Yeah. Honestly, this season, we've had some great people and i'm just going to talk about some of the some of the really popular ones we had you know bucky heard was was season two. Oh, and that's right yeah man yeah. guys i'm so sorry i ruined that episode god dang no, it it could have been just... so much better <laughs> i'm so sorry you pulled a drunk brad you know we gotta have one per season we had the mary giuliani season one and bucky heard season two so yeah. we'll see who it is for season three we'll we'll have the the uh drunk brad episode but, I'm the wild card. I'm the yes. wild card. <laughs> you are. You just never um, know. But Bucky, you know, again, the ever the entertainer hasn't changed one bit from the days that that we knew him on board. Um, you know, it was it was so much fun, and he he was like he's like the Energizer Bunny man. He just like goes 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 goes. And it was hard to stop that episode because we could have talked for hours. What we need to do is redo that episode when we need to do a rerun. And Scott, go in and just cut me out of everything. Nope. And just leave uh, Bucky no. in there. And no. that will be the perfect episode. Yeah. Nope. I think that, that we should play that our next one. If we have another <laughs> one that we need to play. Well, like, now that you're saying that. I think a bonus episode would be cutting everybody mean. out and on only doing an episode of Brad's outtakes. Oh my God. I could never listen to that. I cannot listen. To, I can't. Straight I can up barely... Carol Burnett. Oh God. It was so bad. Moving on. Uh, John to, Scullion uh, is in the top 10 as well. He's like number seven, I think. Oh yeah. Yeah. So that was a good get. I'm so glad we got John on. Man. Yeah, that was exciting, man. So he many mentions so of him. Yeah. He 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 was been mentioned, 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 mentioned. And just to get him on, you know, to tell a story after he'd been mentioned so many times, that was great. That was a super interesting uh story. He just we could have him on again, you know, every every season. <laughs> Gary Mulcahy. <laughs> he's still uh, he is John a is very, almost... <laughs> very strong episode. And I think his yeah. birthday was yesterday. So happy birthday, Gary. Yeah, happy birthday, Gary. Gary happy birthday, uh, Gary. Thanks for coming on. Um, man, that was, I, I, it was, it was a good episode. It was crazy. It was all the crazy. I mean, it's crazy getting fired and deported from a country and being blackballed from a country and escaping from U.S. immigration. And somehow I I think there was the FBI that was involved, but we, we never found out that. That was pretty wild. Now, you know, it'd been fun to have on a guest with Gary would be John Scullion <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. That would have been really good. That would have been really good. I we wonder we, if it we was need to John think about who this. Kind of yeah. got up, pulled him off the ship. Well, you know who we need to have on season three? Peter. We need to have Michelle Martin Wittig 
and Michael Bailey on at the same time. Oh, wow. that would wow. be yeah. That that I mean that's that's a that's a bucket list. Even though we have this um, cruise coming up that that Scott is booked, I think we should probably be able to at least recruit quite a lot of people if we get a lot of people that go for that uh, trip that we can talk them into coming on the podcast because there's a lot of people from those trips that we might as well get them on if both of you guys go on that you have to i don't care if, if i'm on it or, or not but you have to sit down and either record a session get a stand get a phone and just hit record and just talk to everybody i don't know how you're going to do that we'll have to think about that but just the fact that you're going to have so many people from from there would be you have to do that if uh scott can't be there Toddles. maybe todd maybe todd oh, yeah we'll, have we'll our, give him a, a trial by fire well yeah. there may be a there may be a a place in season three you know we should have called him we should have called him the other day when uh, i did tell i did check in with him but he was traveling oh yeah he was yeah yeah that's yeah. right so i did that's check right. in with him to see if he could cover that's right him. he was in switzerland or something maybe yeah. maybe for season three we should just pick like once a month or something just get someone to co-host and just you know like a night off like somebody gets a night off and, and just rotate it around or just an extra <laughs> or just an extra <laughs> yeah eric yeah, I mean, goes up like whoop Okay. Yeah. No. Oh, like I mean, but as much I as think I that would be funny because we have like I think it would be funny to get Stevie B on here, Todd on here, Stevie B. Oh, Johnny would yeah. be great. I would. I yeah, Johnny would be awesome. I love listening to Johnny's episode. I really do. He just you'd never met him. You never worked with him on board. No. Oh. Oh yeah. He was so much fun. He so was much such fun. a cool guy. Was, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Can you imagine who who would you? Who would be the three, the craziest episode if it were Johnny, Stevie B, and who else would be the third? Like we are now. Oh, you'd want to get Bucky? somebody like, like Bucky or Karen oh, Mayberry. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. You know, yeah. somebody like Karen or Julie Sherrington. Any of those people would be <laughs> a pretty crazy. I just, but, but the problem go on for like hours. But the problem would be is everybody would be trying to get in there. Everybody would be trying to be the star. <laughs> Well, just, just the, just the, and if you guys are listening to this and if this makes it into this episode, we love all of you guys, but, and I say this in the best way possible, the train wreck that would come from that episode would be hilarious. It would be such a funny, awesome train wreck to, we may have to do that just to, just to do that. That might be a good idea for season three. That we start making train wrecks. (laughs) You know. I listen well, to podcasts. Speaking from and, one train wreck. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, definitely a train wreck. Speaking of podcasts, there was a big uh, thing back in the 18, late 1800s where they actually crashed two trains into each other as a spectacle. And it drew hundreds of thousands of people. So, hey, let's, here all we want is a hundred. M- maybe, maybe let's, let's make a train wreck. Okay. We're going to put that in motion because that sounds exciting. You know, again, I just really like all these, but there's some that really stuck out to me. And it's like, you know, we had the, the Audrey ah! Cartagena, who Man, was, I am was a lot of fun, you know, talking to him. I am so, so glad to, to have gotten Augie on here and he, came on and pretty much killed it just yeah. like i was hoping he would that was a lot of fun um i'm trying to think of some of these that are just like firsts that we've had 
um, or some of these other people that that we had that were kind of eye-opening. You know who really surprised me was Mika Berman because I wasn't, you know, being that he was crew staff, I was expecting one thing and got something completely different um, with how positive he was and the outlook he had about working at, at sea where like a lot of us, when I know that this is the way I saw it was, I was just partying. I just drank. I wasn't productive. I didn't do any of the stuff that I could have done and still had a good time, but he was just, you know, was just completely opposite what I was expecting because. Yeah. What's up with you? What's up with you, Mika? Like who reads the freaking whole thing of Shakespeare? What? Which is cool. But, but I kind of knew what to expect because I had read his book. It'd been years ago, but I had read his book. So all this stuff kind of started, you know, making sense to me. It had been a long time, but dang it. I should have got the, we exchanged bottles of wine. Mika and I are now kind of, we wine buddies. Yeah, we're wine buddies. Oh, that's man. Cool. I feel and, all uh, left out. Eric's got it etched we're, in We're wine buddies. You got we, a wine we, buddy. And... We exchange memes. We're, yeah, we're all, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, gotta... it's great. It's great. It's, I, I've made a friend <laughs> almost. I hope. I don't <laughs> well, know, Mika. I hope. We also had, like, <laughs> as, as you mentioned, you know, we had a guest uh, make a mug uh, uh, for us. Well, I got Where is it, Jason? Uh, thank Where's you, Jason Parker, for the mug. It's a beautiful, nice, big carafe that you can put a, <laughs> a ton of beer in it. Uh, but it's fantastic looking. Sounds really the, nice. I don't have mine. My ship that, story logo. We just have to come be... for a visit and, and see one. I'll come drink out of your mug, but I'm going to go. eat that episode. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was uh, I was looking. I was I, I signed. I'm signed into the a different account. Do you guys remember some of the names that we were floating around before my ship story? Uh, I really don't remember what we were thinking uh-huh. of calling it. Ship stories, the lifeboat, crew stories, unplugged. Deck Zero, Crew Tales, Cruise Stories Podcast, Fog Watch. It's funny because now I can't think of anything else but my my ship story. You yeah, know, me just too. <laughs> <laughs> but I know we went, we spent a lot of time trying to figure out a name. And again, going back to like first, we had our first Kiwi on board uh, on the show as well, which was Amy. Our Harvey. first and second oh, right yeah, in a row. Yeah. 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 Back to back. Uh, Oh, Amy Rahari. That is so funny. And when I tell people about the podcast, (laughs) that is my go-to story now. Because when I tell them about the the podcast, I'm like, yeah, we get people on telling crazy stories. Uh, For instance, let me tell you about this. And, you know, and then I recount it and they're just like, ah, feed us back. Yeah. And that was a recent one, but that was like, she's so funny. And great attitude and great. Just, I mean, that was somebody that was born to work on ships. And so Scott, I, I, there's one that I have in mind that I'm surprised you haven't mentioned yet um, because it's your, about your favorite holiday. What Halloween? Yeah. So who was the one that talked about Halloween was Ramona Georgescu who lived in. Oh, uh, Transylvania. Yeah. I lived in Transylvania. (laughs) Oh man. She was a lot of fun. She was a lot of fun. She is so lovely. I am so glad that, that she reached out, she reached out to us and that's, and that's something that you guys can do. I mean, reach out to us. Don't 
be shy. Tell us if you want to come on the podcast. If you think you've got a good story, let us know. We want you on here. We're dying for guests. Yeah. Are we dying? <laughs> well, literally, I'm literally dying right now. <laughs> I was trying to I was trying to find the file. I'll have to I'll find it again. So I, I don't I don't see a list or anything. But um, and you did your Transylvanian accent on there, Scott, which is let's chalk oh, that oh, one up. Oh, 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 yeah, oh. chalk that one up. <laughs> Another another accent the count, the in count. the box. Like, yeah, what do I got to do? I, I got to work. <laughs> so did you pick up any accents on your uh, cruise? No, I did not pick up any accents. Oh, that's nope. one that you've had before. You know, and some of these are just, it's fun catching up with somebody you haven't seen in a long time. Like very memorable to me was because we were we were close on board was uh, the nurse uh, Jana Geringer. Uh, who was, um, I mean, super sweet, so much fun. Um, I, we just had so much fun working together. So it was, I hadn't, I hadn't spoken to her and since I left and there's a few people like that, that we had on board and this was back to back. We had also Kelly Gustafson, who again, I hadn't oh, seen Kelly, in years yeah. and years and years that we worked together that were, it was just, again, we say this over and over again, but it was so nice just to, you catch up, you just right where you left off. And it felt like, you know, like, like these 25 years had not gone by. It was just so just easy. Like whether it's her, Augie, Bucky, you know, these people that, uh, you know, the, the ones that we had worked with, then it was just, just like that step right for, back into what it was. For me, one of those was Rick Chatterton, you know, because oh, yeah. he was one of the first person, he was the first person that I met mm -hmm. when I, when I got on the ship. And so to have him on here and he, you know, worked with him over the years and just being so close all these years and to get him on the podcast and to visit with him again was just, just so great. And I listened to that podcast over and over again. It just, it's just so fun. We, we were pretty hilarious on that. Although we were as our usual selves, just rambling. Well, isn't that what we generally tend to do? <laughs> we tend to do that. Yeah. Um, and not, not always so funny, but, uh, but that one was particularly, particularly mm -hmm. hilarious. You know, it's fun. Like when, when I go out and uh, mowing, like when I have a long day or a couple of days, I'll just put on, like, I'll go back like 15 episodes or 18 episodes and, and just hit play and let them play one after another it just uh just all day listen to it and it's so funny because you 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 just find yourself laughing or cracking up like halfway through it and it's kind of like a movie like there's some stuff even though we were all three there you could still pick up stuff that you missed you know was being talked about at the at the time uh it's so it's so fun and so great to listen to all of the episodes over again so we've got to mention a lot of people on here let's mention mark switzer big fan always yeah, commenting always we commenting. appreciate that man thanks who, dude who do you think thanks. of the who who, do, who who would you say the the couple of the the biggest commenters on the podcast? It uh, is on Mark, Facebook. Mark Kingston Switzer. Mark Switzer, Penny, Penny. They almost comment on everything. Penny's always commenting. She's following what we're doing all the time. It's great. Yeah, great, great to see those comments all the time. And Mark, Mark and I are, are friends on on the. Maybe it's a photographer thing. I don't know, but he's uh, he's he's definitely a foodie. Uh, I comment on his food stuff that he does on his Facebook and. And uh, on my food stuff that I, you know, uh, posted and stuff, actually, he just commented on my 80 photos uh, for my cruise that uh, that I dumped today. You know, it'd be fun because we've talked we've talked to at least a couple of people in most of the positions on the ships. But can you imagine being on a ship with 
like say we'll just say season two with everybody that was season two we worked on the same ship at the same time together holy shit the crazy thing is that that's what like 50 some people and you know if you look back at what we worked yeah we worked with these people whether it's this exact same person or not or somebody else we worked with them and so yeah all these characters um, they were always around, you know, and some of them, we just got to know some better than others, but all these types of characters were around on every single contract. When you think about how many people we were working with oh, yeah. and it's, um, I mean, it's fantastic. I would love to get these 50 people into a room and, and, and just kind of hang out for a night. I mean, it'd be a blast. Let me mention Chrissy Moody before we get too far down on the list. Chrissy Moody was very, very sweet and came on and told a, a pretty good story. And I gave her the worst, probably the worst title ever. Please continue my facial. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's pretty funny. I, sometimes I get off the rails. <laughs> no, I think that's good. Well, that kind of goes hand in hand with my put a ring on it. The only, oh. the only oh, wait, episode wait, wait, wait. I've Let's... ever titled. Only one. Yeah. Let's talk about that because I mean, Eric, do we just have a huge dicks? <laughs> no, I think he just had a really small one. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Well, but, that makes me feel less good, but yeah, but I, that for was, a while there, I, I was like, man, that was pretty funny. And that was, maybe like, I should feel better about myself, but well, hey. there's no way I'm getting a wedding ring on my, no, no, but that was uh yeah, that was, a, that was a pretty funny story. Maybe you need a, a pump. <laughs> A penis pump. You need a penis pump. Only oh, if those two people it. were all. I can't the same do it. Part. Scott, get your uh, New Zealand accent out here right now. Okay. No, I don't BB. know if I'd be from New Zealand to. No, I <laughs> That's pretty close. All I can do is Brit. Brit. Brit McKenzie. Brit. Uh, so what's this here? Is it's a penis pump? No, that's English. No, no, no. no, Strike that. that. Back to BB. BB, we redid hers because she is so hilarious. And here's the great thing: I know that she came and visited you all, and I got to have uh, an opportunity to have lunch with her too. I saw, saw your guys' picture, uh, Nashville, and. So this is the other great thing is like we we kind of reconnect with a lot of these people that hopefully whenever you're traveling through Oklahoma or Nashville, you will make sure that we can get together and say hello and see each other in person. So a nice little thing that's come out of this podcast that I got to reconnect or we all got to reconnect with BB. Yeah. yeah. Who's making a clicking noise? Stop making a clicking that's noise, Eric. whatever it is. Oh, sorry. That was, that was me. Jesus Christ. We're you only two years out. into this. No, I'm not into that out. <laughs> okay. Okay. Going, going on down, going on down john melnick he was uh one of the comedians on uh renaissance uh, is he the one that we only got through 1975 with <laughs> no no that was nick lewin that was nick, oh, lewin. nick lewin that's right that's right <laughs> uh, he has a lot of stories he'll have to come back for the 80s yeah yeah definitely oh no uh, John Melnick was uh, was uh, Carnival. I, I get John Melnick and Dave Goodman mixed up for some reason. But John Melnick and Dave Goodman, both good stories. Um, one of my favorite stories, Amy Brinsma. 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 Yeah. Let me get the Aquavit out. You mean you haven't <laughs> been drinking it? Uh, no, I've, I've, man, I've had a really good wine today. But uh, Amy Brinsma, really, really good story. She was the nurse, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Carnival. yeah. Carnival. Carnival nurse. Yeah. 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 Good stories. That was good, good. stories. Well, what about she Paul? was on my she was on Miami Vice. <laughs> oh, that's, that's right. right. That's right. That's right. Yeah, she has some really cool stuff. And Paul Rudder. 
He was season two, wasn't he? Oh my god, that was a good story. That was good. That was that was great. And he's still on ships, right? I think so. Whether he is Probably. or not, he was uh recently or maybe before COVID, but 40 years at sea, man. That is just awesome. That's a lot. That's a lot of ships. Who else we got? Julie Stevens. Oh, yeah. Let's, let's yes. not objectify women. What? I didn't say Julie. Anything. Hashtag Brooke Shields. I, I, can't speak for what, <laughs> I can't speak for what you were thinking. <laughs> no, but she was again. It was all good. Yeah, it was all good. Great stories. I love that she's still traveling and she's getting out there and um i you know now i follow her right. on facebook and i can't believe like her trips to africa and all over yeah. the world they're just amazing. amazing love following her on instagram yeah. great yep. pictures yep. Yep. and still doing some movies and stuff which is great because she still looks great mm -hmm. yep. positive bubbly people jennifer block who's oh so much fun cutest thing ever yeah that yeah, she's so was sweet. hilarious she yeah. is so funny she's so Jenny from fun. the block yeah <laughs> she's just so funny she's so sweet i hopefully i get to see her again in the next reunion oh um, we haven't mentioned neil galvin billy pickles neil <laughs> fantastic show <laughs> I, okay okay <laughs> we're still trying to figure out Hell what happened. the fuck happened <laughs> so wait Annette, Annette Baden, Whisker, was she was the season? Season one. Well, how come, didn't we just do a playback? We did a playback. Oh, okay, but that was season one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, cool. So okay. anybody uh, anybody else, what do we got for season three? So where are we going for season three? We got to do something fun. I like the, uh, we got to call it something other than train wreck. I, I don't know, but that would be funny, but we, we got we to gotta test that. A couple of one thing we need to do is one of us Tom, has got a babysitter. <laughs> we've got to get Tom Laney's wife on. Who's Tom, Tom Laney? She's she was Denny with the big hair with the big eighties hair. Never oh, what, what about Danny? Uh, the, the girl that was um, she she was on she was live on TikTok when we were doing it. She was like one of the newer. I think she's on ships now. Wasn't she no. the one that had the baby? That oh, was that's right. Yeah, she had a baby. Yeah. So she's a Serbian uh, guy that she was yep. married to. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yeah. She yep. was fun. I really liked that. Was her. Dinko, fun. Dinko Bastanar. Oh. No, Bastanach. Dinko. I, I'm going with Bastanach. Hey, so season three is coming up now. Now that we're we're we've just we're doing our season two recap. What what are we gonna do for season three? We're doing another season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's our bucket list for season three, other than the CEO for every cruise line? <laughs> no, I mean there so there's there's a lot of people that have been on our list. I know that that Brad's been keeping track of all these names. So there are a few people that I'm really, you know, like people that I know that I'm really gung-ho about getting on the show, like Lucille Brandon. We're trying to get Cece, Karen Carraher on here. Plenty of people. Everybody who's out there listening, tell your ship friends to give us a call. Hey everyone, the ship is about to set sail, which brings us to an end for today. We hope that you enjoy the podcast. For bonus audio and if you would like to see this podcast in video, please visit our YouTube channel, my ship story you can also find us on facebook and instagram as my ship story don't forget to let us know if you're a past or present crew member and if you have a story that you would like to tell or if you like you can email us your story for us to read on the air email us at my ship story podcast at yahoo.com that's my ship story podcast at yahoo.com goodbye for now and be sure to tune in next week same time as we'll have a new podcast every monday bon voyage